You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. So we stay on the topic of uh, the the deployment of the army. President Ramaphosa, who authorized earlier this week the deployment of 3,300 soldiers in cooperation with the South African Police Service to tackle illegal mining and the construction mafia under Operation Prosper. The operation seeks to prevent and combat crime while maintaining and preserving the rule of law. In August, the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy, the DMRE, had indicated that it intends to ensure that mining companies are held liable to undertake proper rehabilitation and safeguard their properties in the face of illegal mining. For more on this, we're joined on the line by Acting Chief Director for Communications at the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy, Ernest Mulibana. Ernest, thank you for your time with us this morning. What steps has government taken to, in fact, hold mining companies accountable for what we're seeing here. I think the minister spoke about more than 6,000 mines, in fact, across the country here. It's a massive problem that we're talking about. What steps have been taken to hold these mines accountable for not safeguarding the properties and, of course, making way for the illegal mining activities that we see? Good morning, Savenzil, and good morning to listeners of SAFM. Uh, In terms of the steps that the government has taken to make sure that uh, mining companies that operate in our country uh, operate responsibly and take responsibility of the damages that they take, you'll remember that we have a legislation called um, Mineral and Petroleum Resources Development Act of 2002. And in terms of Section 42 of that act, every mining company that applies for a mining right, mining permit, or a mining license, must set aside um, financial provisions to make sure that as and when they conduct their operations and there are environmental damages, they they should be able to rehabilitate those areas. And this is, of course, in line with um, Section 28 of the National Environmental Management Act, which puts squarely at the door of the polluter the responsibility to rehabilitate the areas that must have been damaged or affected by mining operations. So that legislation has been there for a long time and it is being implemented. Uh, But as you have correctly indicated in your intro, South Africa has around 6,100 dereliction ownless mines. And these are mines that were mined in the 1800. That is more than 150 years ago. And some of the owners, in fact, if if not all of the owners, the government has not been able to successfully trace. Some of them have died and those companies have now gone down under. Uh, So government has therefore taken the responsibility to rehabilitate those um, mining um, shafts and mines so that the area can be safe uh, for community to, to, you know, uh, inhabit those areas. For, for those for those owners or companies that, that you can find um, who, who are not doing what they should as per the legislation, what sanction is there for them? So what, what action has government taken against them? Um, with the companies that are operating, particularly with what we refer to as the new order mining right, this is a mining right that would have been issued in terms of the MPRDA of 2002, um, mining companies are encouraged and are expected in terms of their regulations 
to conduct what is known as concurrent rehabilitation. So as and when they mine a particular area, their responsibility therefore becomes that when they finish that area where they would have mined, they must rehabilitate before they move to the next um, areas. So in situations where companies fail to comply with that uh, requirement, um, the department would impose charges in terms of, um, I think, section, um, section 72 of the MPRDA and take the company directors liable for whatever damages that uh, would have occurred. However, we also encourage um, community members and leaders to report um, to the department any companies that would have evidently stopped mining and has not rehabilitated those areas. I'm talking about companies that are particularly mining in terms of the new uh, mining right order uh, that would have been issued in terms of uh, MPRDA of 2002. Yeah. At the moment, our inspectors go to different operations unannounced uh, to inspect and ensure that the law is uh, complied with and followed to the latter so that the areas get uh, to be rehabilitated by the uh, companies that are currently operating. In situations how, how many, where... Sorry, Ernest, um, how, many, how many mines... Um, you, you mentioned that, um, that, that uh, the department has decided to rehabilitate some of those mines. How many of them are, are we talking about here, out of the 6,000 that, that were mentioned? Okay, so, this are t- so I think I must just clarify here. So the current order mining rights requires that the current companies rehabilitate themselves, yes. right? So that that work the companies do for themselves. And in situations where they fail, we then make use of the financial provisions that they would have provided when they applied for the license to rehabilitate on their behalf. So we've got the funds that we can use should they fail to do their job. Yeah. But with companies that I just mentioned, the 6,100 that would have uh, operated more than 100 years ago, the government is taking the responsibility to rehabilitate those mines. All 6,000? All 6,100 of uh-huh. them. And, and in terms of our plans, um, as the Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy, Minister Guadamantashi, alluded to during a parliamentary debate um, that sought to address the scourge of illegal mining, especially in last year, September, um, the government would need 49 billion rand to successfully close off all those mines. Because we are faced with this huge amount of money and uh, serious financial constraints, we have, as the department, have an allocation of 140 million rand per annum from the national treasury that enables us to implement our rehabilitation program for these derelict and ownerless mines. And we are committed to rehabilitate at least nine mines per year and 120 shafts, well, 140 shafts. Uh, per year. So this is work in progress and and we are implementing this uh, work every financial year um, just to also indicate that um, we have also successfully uh, rehabilitated all the openings and the holdings in yeah. the Riverley area by end of September this year yeah. at a cost of about 13.5 million rand. So uh, uh, we, we're, we're out of time, but, but let me just quickly squeeze this one in. What what benefit is there for for the country? You're saying it's too expensive to close them off. You're rehabilitating, uh, um, uh, you know, you're aiming for nine a year. You're going to be doing this for a very long time. If, if, if you know, there's 6,000 you're working with, you're doing nine a year, it is costing, uh, um, you know, quite a bit of money. What is the benefit for, for the country? 
So it's nine shaft, nine mines per year, but 120 shafts or holdings in a year. So it's more than just nine. It's uh -huh. much bigger. The benefit that we definitely will realize as a country is that those uh, those areas that would have been left opened would have been closed and therefore safe for communities to inhabit, uh, to live there, and you make use of them. Number two, it will minimize the scourge of illegal mining because therefore it will be impossible for illegal activities to take place there as they will not be able to open those holdings. Well, well, we'll have to leave it there this morning. I'm Ernest Molibana, who is uh, um, uh, the Acting Chief Director for Communications at the Department of Mineral Resources. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.